0: This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or
1: donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to this special Saturday magazine podcast. Joy's podcast service is proudly sponsored by audible.com.au. Right now, Audible want to give you a free audiobook of your choice when you try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com.au forward slash joy to redeem your voucher. audible.com.au forward slash joy. John,
0: Simon, Andy, Roger and Nick. They were names that we would associate with the Fantastic Five as we were teenagers growing up in our little suburban households in Australia back in the early 1980s. They are, of course, Duran Duran. They've been responsible for 12 top 20 singles in Australia. They've sold 100 million plus albums worldwide. Currently sitting in, the I think, lounging about a chair in the desert in Las Vegas is one member of Duran Duran. John Taylor, good morning, or I should say good afternoon to you. Yeah morning to you (laughs) it's a pleasure to talk to you sir yeah always uh started off in 1981 with uh with your first release your first album release which gave us songs like planet earth and girls on film and also a rather controversial video clip with girls on film we've come a long way since then to now with the way we use digital technology online downloads how have you guys weathered that that change in the industry over 30 plus years Ooh, that's
2: a big question to start the day with um well you know actually i don't Tend to give it too much thought you know I kind of think that um, you know songwriting at, at the end of the day is like is it, kind of timeless you know there's things that we like about about songs. That songs I've sung um, that are never going to change, never going to go out of style. I'm very passionate about about music. We all are in Duran Duran, you know, and we just keep our passion alive. And I think that as a side product of that, if you're in a commercial, you know, you're, it, it, our band is also a commercial venture, so, you know, it's in our know, interest to sort of keep our ears to what's happening musically, what's happening stylistically, you know, so we're kind of like we're not in a vacuum. I think that's the worst thing that can happen. Um, but as to like the, the delivery systems, as I call them, you know, it's like you can't really afford to get too hung up on that. You know, like you said, in the thirty years we've been in business, there's been so many different formats. Mm. Um, you know, you just got to you just got to go with you just got to go with it. You know, we we just this you know released this new album paper gods and you know the thing is for us we still we're still turned on by the idea of an album now i know for a lot of young people today it's like there's no there's no validity to that idea people are into songs they don't they don't listen to listen to albums uh you know that's my conditioning you know and i insist we all insist that's what we do we make albums you know and um so, you know, that to to a degree perhaps is a little old fashioned,
0: of us. Oh, but it's it's but, perfectly um, old fashioned, I that's think.
2: What that's what that's what
0: drives us. Mm. And you know, those those albums as as you refer to have been the soundtrack to to a generation or more. So um Duran Duran in nineteen eighty one, Rio in nineteen eighty two, Seven and the Ragged Tiger, which I have to confess my favourite of your albums in nineteen eighty three, Arena uh, in nineteen eighty four. Sorry? The
2: Australian album, I mean Seven and the Ragged Tiger was a lot
0: of that was recorded in Sydney, yeah. That's probably why it sounded so good, mate. <laughs> there you go, that's it. Yeah. Um, you know, you've, you've worked on a number of side projects, and but you guys, you guys have always sort of had this, this incredible, I, I want to call it a marriage, it's a musical marriage, 34, 35 years or longer. <coughs> um, yeah. It's an incredibly long relationship to have with a number of other people. How It is. How has that been maintained? Do you have your moments where you, you all go off and have quiet time in a cottage somewhere or you, you just gather together at certain times of the year to write? Or is it just something a bit more organic?
2: Well, I, I think it's true that we all take, independently, we all have to find ways of, you know, keeping, uh, you know, we, have to, we do have to take breaks from each other. Um, and, you know, and, and that, that time apart is very important. Um, we've got to want to be with each other. You know, we've got to want this relationship. And mm. uh, we've worked really hard at it over the years. I think that in some ways that um, it, one way of describing the new music is that it is it is a snapshot into our relationships. Um, and it's quite a fine mesh um, of, uh, you know, yes, I mean, we are uh, we're brothers, friends, you know, bandmates we've been through a lot together and there's a lot of a lot of energy good and bad and that all has to be processed and that's what you know and that's what turns out the stew that is that is the music but you know that's for me i find that quite interesting you know i mean i think you you've kind of like i mean for me i've become quite i'm quite into psychology you know and, uh, and, and in large part because i you know i understand that what really makes this band tick what makes this band you know either successful or not successful on any given day is the way that we're getting along and so so you know it's almost like if we take care of our relationships the music will take care of
0: itself indeed this is your 14th studio album paper gods that you you mentioned there's yourself simon uh, nick and roger um, produced by mark john uh, mark ronson but also with niall rogers who i think you first worked with almost 30 years ago is that like uh, yeah. almost going home working with niall
2: well, it was, it, what was interesting about it was working with Niall Rogers and Mark Ronson together. You know, mm. Mark had done the last album with us. He's a new friend, shall we say. Yeah. Uh, Niall, uh, you know, we, we became friends in the mid 80s and we did a couple of great records with him. Um, but, you know, Niall has had this tremendous renaissance um, in the last few years since he played on the Daft Punk uh, Get Lucky track and he put his sound back in. You know, back in in the forefront of uh, uh, of popular music, it was actually Mark's idea that we call Niall and ask him if he would like to come and uh, participate in the, in the sessions for this album. Um, and you know, uh, we 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 got together for a couple of days. Mark's got a studio in London, and uh, and 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 the fruits of uh, the fruits of those sessions uh, included the basis for what became the current single, which is Pressure Off um you know we've also got um Mr Hudson Ben Hudson he's a, he's the third producer on this album mm-hmm. in some ways he he's responsible for a much bigger share uh, uh, of the music but Nile and Mark are the, the 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 headline the headline names the big the big marquee names that are on this album. I think people are intrigued to hear what they do when they work together. It, it was it was a trip. It felt really good. It felt like a dream team, to be honest. Mm. And we've been very lucky on this record. A lot of people have stepped up, um, you know, to play or to produce um, for the band on this album. And, uh, and I think it's the first time we really stepped back and just, you know, just opened our hearts and minds to, to letting people in, you know. And, and uh, I mean... The first two songs on the album—they both lead off with singers other than Simon. Simon's been very generous on this on this album. You know, he he's stepped aside a lot to let in other singers mm. um, for the sake of the sound of the band. You know, Um so we got to tell a much deeper story, uh, a much more—we got to take a more varied journey on on this album. You know, as a result of that, as a result of letting in other instrumentalists.
0: Is, is there a challenge with being around these guys for so long? You mentioned there's a headline names on this album, are, are, are Rogers and Ronson. I would suggest the couple of Taylors, a Rhodes and a LeBon might be some headline names on the album above those two producers. Do you, Are there challenges with with the guys that you sort of... Do you have creative challenges? Do you have moments where you sort of look at Simon or Nick or, or Roger and go, that's just rubbish, guys? Um, well,
2: of course. I mean, I, I... Agree on everything. I mean, everybody has a different. Uh, you know, you you're just you're just constantly trying to get the st- get the get the stars to align. You know, I mean, I mean, I think you have to have the right um, right attitude. You have to bring the right attitude to the studio, and the attitude is one of collaboration. So it's not about okay, this is what I want and this is how it's going to be. That's not going to work. Um, it's like okay, how do we? You know, how do we all? It's what's really important at the end of every day is that is that everybody leaves feeling like something got done, um, you know. And clearly, there's still a belief in the in, in the in the talents that we that we share, um, or else we wouldn't we wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. You know, every uh, you know we showed up every day for almost two years on this album because. Because we all believe that we have together we have the you know, we still have the potential to make music that's worthwhile. Um if we thought, thought we were flogging a dead horse, you know, I, I don't think we I don't think I don't think I think we would be doing other things. Mm. But I think there's a there's a feeling that there's still an untapped something, some magic in in that in that there's a great belief in for me, a belief in those other three guys and what they're capable of but it's still been, you know, that are still yet to come, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, we could all say that, you know, because, you know, when you're in a pop group in your early twenties, you know, and it's all like your career is really front loaded, you know, and then, and then you become this like legacy act and everybody's saying, oh, your best years are behind you. It's all about, you're on this like nostalgia circuit, you know, doesn't, you know, how many people out there really believe like, you know, you know, whether it's us or Stand Up Ballet or, you know, I mean, who knows? Any 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 group of, you know, Boy George, whatever, from particular how many people out there really believe that the, you know, those guys, you know, have the potential to do something really meaningful again, you mm. know? Um I don't know how many people out there believe that we have the capacity to do that, but we in the band <laughs> we ourselves, we do. And uh that's what you know, that's what keeps us coming back, you know. Mm. And, and, and you know, we're like we're like our studio is like the laboratory, you know, we're just like showing up every day just trying to find the magic formula and uh if i say so myself i feel pretty good about this you may indeed i feel like we've pulled something off you know that kind of actually does speak to speak to anybody that ever liked a duran
0: record for mm. starters good know? good i'm i'm so excited to to get hold of this you talked about i just want to touch back on that sort of retro idea for a second you, i want to put some names in front of you go west nick kershaw paul young the cutting crew uh, all performed a concert right here in Melbourne last night and uh, there's, there's a lot of talk about that, that whole retro 80s thing is, is very, very now like we did the 70s once before. But the last couple of albums, so Red Carpet Massacre in 07 and All You Need Is Now from 2011, we're, were sort of right on the pulse of where music is at so there, there's no reliance on, on that, that retro. Obviously the old stuff is important but it's not how you, you shape the rest of your career, is it?
2: well i think we've we've been lucky and we haven't had to we haven't been forced by you know circumstances to seriously consider that kind of a that kind of a touring situation we've you know we've got enough songs that have enabled us to to always put on our own shows um, and you know we're just we're just very driven we're, we're, we're still very ambitious and um, you know and we've always looked to artists that keep changing you know that keep you know whether it's Prince or, or Bowie or, or what the Beatles did you know where every album is different you know and you're just constantly trying to it's, it's through re- reinvention you know if you just sit back and just start doing the same old thing you're uh, you're really limiting your uh, yeah. the, the the potential, I think, you know. So, Indeed, um, and you know, we're excited by a musical. You know, we're excited to make a 21st century to, to make 21st century music. I mean, the, actually, the last album, All You Need Is Now, which was produced by Mark Robinson, Uh Mark had a vision, you know, and his his sort of production concept for that album was that we would go back to the sounds of, of Rio, and we would and we would and we would use all the same instruments. You know, all the same, you know, recording effects to, to make an album that, that almost felt like it was like a partner record to, to that, to that particular album. You know, which is not the kind of thing that typically we would do. But the album before that, you mentioned Red Carpet Massacre, was, we'd done with Timberland. And it was an almost entirely electro record where we, where there was, there was almost, if, if you'd have taken Simon LeBron's voice off it, you would never have, Never have guessed that it was a Duran Duran record.
0: It was It was a very different. Album. Gone,
2: yeah. So, because we'd gone that far out on that album, when Mark then suggested, hey, well, what about doing like a retro feel for this one? We were like, okay. But I think that both of those records, the experience of making both of those records, sort of gave us a sense. It allowed us to plot a course for this one that was both classic Duran. And experimental contemporary, and and get that get that balance right.
0: John Taylor, one final question uh, before I let you go. I know we've got a very limited time. When are you touring back in Australia, and can I get you and Nick at least to come and sit in the studio and have this conversation with us?
2: Yeah. Oh man, we well we you know we've always had such an amazing time in Australia. It's, it's and we we're we're talking about next year. Um, you know the albums so far so good. You know it seems to be received very well down there and uh, we're talking about next year we're talking about there's a couple of different time frames that we're that we're talking about um but we are definitely definitely going to be coming down
0: next year for sure excellent it'll be great to see you and to have you in the studio with us john taylor from Duran Duran. enjoy vegas and uh, we'll speak to you again Thank soon you. thanks for having me Pleasure. That's John Taylor from Duran Duran. We'll be in Australia next year. Uh, and the new album, uh, as we mentioned in the, in the interview, is a fantastic album. It's called Paper Gods, and it is available through Warner Music. Uh, thank you to them for this interview this morning. You're on Saturday Magazine here on Joy 94.9.
1: Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast. Sponsored by audible.com.au. Support Joy by signing up to Audible. Plus, get a free trial and audiobook. Go to audible.com.au forward slash joy now. audible.com.au forward slash joy. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation. Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy. A diverse sound for a diverse community.